0: Have you let your website go stale? Wish you didn't have to wait for your web developer to return your call when you want to update content? You don't have to. Now you can easily and instantly manage your own website content using affordable Avalar technology. Avalar is a website development and hosting company that provides turnkey internet solutions for companies like yours that need to stay focused on core business. Avalar gives you the power to control your website and make updates and additions in real time without having to learn HTML or other complicated programming tools. Websites powered by Avalar feature capabilities that attract more customers and enhance relationships with existing customers. Avalar offers a multitude of leading-edge solutions, including lead generation and referral tracking, shopping carts and payment processing, membership management and search engine optimization to name a few. Take advantage of the full power of the internet using Avalar technology at www.avalar.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R dot Vitality is a natural expression of health, success, and fulfillment. And yet it's rare to meet people bubbling with vitality. That's because most of us push ourselves too hard. And when we trigger the internal alarms that tell us to change our diets, attitudes, or activities, we ignore them. Allowing outside pressures to override our internal alarms undermines our health, sabotages our success, and limits our potential. If you're ready to reclaim your natural vitality to begin living a life you love, visit TheVitalYou.com.
1: You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk.
0: To speak with our show hosts or guests during the live show, call us toll-free in North America, 888-514-2100. Everywhere else, call 001-858-268-3068.
1: Radio, Jerry Prokopovich. Today, talking with Fritz Klein, Lincoln presenter. Fritz, we were talking in our last uh, last section there about uh, some of the issues you face when you when you answer questions as Lincoln. What's the question people ask most
2: often? Um, it depends on on the age. Children will ask, or and it depends on what I've just presented. Um, But things about how he died, if I'm not in character, uh, if I am in character acting like him, um, children would like to know what it was like to live in a log cabin or the White House or how the children died or the kinds of things that they can relate to usually. Now, adults will ask if they're well appraised of the Civil War. They might ask me constitutional questions. If they're you know historical revisionists, they'll ask me, "Well, wasn't states' rights the real issue?" About <laughs> uh, the question you ask about Mrs. Lincoln um, is another popular one. Some of it depends on what has been in the popular press lately. Um, so, uh, of course, the big issue
1: in 2005, late 2004, based on C. A. Tripp's book, was was Lincoln gay? <laughs> yes. uh, do people ever ask? Have the the
2: uh, audacity the runtery, to ask me that. <laughs> audacity
1: to to ask you directly uh,
2: people have hinted at it in character. I have never dealt with that in character i I have dealt with it uh, out of character and um, when you asked me a question about speed i I was thinking ahead to that, and the statement I made was actually a statement speed made about Lincoln that he ought to have known him because he slept with him for years. My estimation is: if Speed felt he had anything to hide, he wouldn't have said that. And uh, so that—that's largely my conclusion uh, Mm -hmm. over that. But I don't—I don't have um, all the answers, certainly, and uh, uh, I don't have too many people approach that subject. But they do Mm -hmm. on occasion.
1: They they ask, uh, but they do ask. You said constitutional questions. Do you get questions about slavery?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, often, how did it start? Um, is there any more slavery left? These would be uh, questions from children. Mm-hmm. Um, adults typically don't ask that. If they do, they, they've been informed. I was asked today, um, wasn't it really an economic issue? And my answer was, well, in Lincoln's second inaugural, he said all knew that somehow slavery was the cause of the war. The strength and perpetuated so I mean I can go on, but I said now nobody took issue with that statement. People took issue with a lot of things Lincoln said, but that wasn't one of them. And so the question is, do we today know more about the situation than the people who lived through it? Hmm. And I would hazard to guess that probably not. <laughs> So, um, and I can explain, you know, why people would uh, like to say that it's pure economics had nothing to do with slavery. Um, but I always go back to that, you know. So that's that would be the the vein in which an adult would ask that question. Um, and if there was if there's somebody from the South, especially a reenactor from the South who likes to plead the cause of antebellum South. Uh, I'm going to have an argument on my
1: hands, (laughs) Uh but
2: uh, I can manage it. Um, Have you ever
1: had any um, scary moments? Do people ever get uh, emotional about
2: history in your presence? Well, I have on two occasions in schools, and they were both well-off schools, had a child bring a gun to the school with the intent of using it on me. And on one occasion when I arrived at the school, they had found a gun and the cops, you know, really didn't even want to let me in. A real gun? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Not a toy? Oh, my goodness.
2: Okay. Um, After those two occasions, just about a month afterwards, I was on stage in a middle school and one of the kids lit a fairly good-sized firecracker and dropped it under the bleachers. And when that thing went off, I jumped so hard, I thought I had been hit. <laughs> wow. I wasn't, of course, but they, people who have been hit by bullets tell me that you don't always feel it. That was about as scary a moment as I've ever had. But um, I no, I, I don't get too many people who really want to argue the issues of the war in a threatening or a real way. I, I know there are revisionists and neo confederates and you know some of those people are abusive to, towards me but I don't allow myself to get into con- confrontational situations with them. <laughs> so. Now
1: I've started out the show talking about the new museum, the the Lincoln Presidential Museum in Springfield and mm-hmm. you're based in Springfield so yes. so you've of course seen the museum.
2: Oh yes, several uh,
1: times. What what's your view of it? What's your reaction? Well,
2: I heard that? your comments uh, mm-hmm. about sometimes history, the historian getting the short end of the stick. And um, I, w- I would agree with you. But I don't know quite how to draw a proper conclusion because in, in the particular business I'm in, I've had to make those concessions to history you know, any number of times. For instance, Lincoln would wear white linen in the summer there are several pictures of him in public in white linen um, Mark Twain never wore light linen, white linen in public and yet the public mind remembers Twain in white and Lincoln in black um, it's and very you uncomfortable have to, wear. to wear black wool all summer mm. but there's a certain conformity to the public image in order to establish credibility um, that you have to conform to When I look at the museum, I think, well, there are areas in which I would disagree with things I've seen here or there. But overall, I think the effect is positive because it whets people's appetites to actually do history. Um, And I've talked to people all over the country who have visited that place, and I have never once had anybody who didn't have a similar response that they, made them want to read more. So I think that's good. I mean, it's what I try to do: is to whet the appetites and, and turn disinterested people into interested parties that will eventually do history.
1: Well, if it, if it serves, if it achieves that goal, then I don't think anyone can argue it, it's doing a great thing. Yeah. And certain and and it, uh, I have not talked to nearly as many as you on the subject, but. Pretty much universally, everybody I've talked to has a positive image of their visit. They enjoyed it. They would bring their families back. They would see it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if there's some lingering discomfort that maybe it could have been better in some ways, that's hardly relevant. If it, in fact, gets a million visitors to cross the the doorway and come away with a greater interest in history, that's that's a great achievement. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully that will be the case.
2: And, and some of the discrepancies, so-called, and I say so-called, because I, they're, not, they're minor things to me, are simply because you've got state workers in there that used to be with the Illinois Department of Highways or some other department <laughs> that got transferred over there, and, and they just haven't had the time to learn the material well. And so they've got a few things mixed up. But the overall effect, I think, is very positive. Yeah, I, I don't have any objection to the, 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 the factual accuracy
1: or even the interpretation But I'll just give you one example. Uh, They have the most precious items like the Gettysburg Address in Lincoln's hand, Uh uh, all segregated in the sort of treasure gallery. And my preference would be to see the Gettysburg Address integrated with the exhibit where it talks about the Gettysburg Address, Mm -hmm. and to to not regard these pieces, um, not to downplay their, their, their importance, but to accentuate their importance by integrating it with History, not to, to say, well, here's the real history, and it's kind of private. And we'll put it in one side and treat yeah. it as holy, uh, and the rest is entertainment. But, but to mix the two a little better, to mix the history and entertainment yeah. together, that would be my preference.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: but, uh, but, uh, and that is what you do in your shows when you when you go out. Who were you presenting to today? You mentioned uh, you just were talking to people.
2: Uh, today, uh, I was in two uh, private schools. Tomorrow I'm going to be in the Hoover Presidential Library doing a, uh, a play that I wrote with a, another actor from the East Coast. And uh, Yesterday I was, I don't even remember where, oh, I was up in northern Indiana. It, it was another school. So, uh, And then last week was at the uh, Lincoln Museum. There's an opening of a new exhibit there, Lincoln and the Constitution, I've been somewhat involved with them, um, with the National Constitution Center, and tracking that as it moves around the country. You mentioned there was a website for that when we were talking uh, last week. What was that uh, site? It's national, if I remember it correctly, NationalConstitutionCenter. dot org. It might be. dot com. I think it's. dot org, and then it's forward slash Lincoln.
1: So listeners who want to check out uh, a website involving this this current exhibit uh, sponsored from the National Constitution mm-hmm. Center. Yeah, they can
2: find that online, and uh, there's a wonderful uh, interactive uh, link there, which has just been posted for about a week now, where they use my voice, but they, they present any number of the difficult questions that Lincoln had to face, and then give the... Um, participant an opportunity to make the decision and then once the decision is made then Lincoln comes back and says yes that's what I decided or or, no I I just did it a little differently for this and that reason you know so it's it's a high school uh, level um, uh, experience but um, very well done I think and they've had good good results with it so far
1: well that's something uh, again all listeners will want to try that compare your decision-making with that of Abraham Lincoln
2: yeah.
1: Uh, we're running a little bit short of time, but I did want to ask you, what do you, uh, of the how many, 10, 15,000 books about Abraham Lincoln, uh, which ones stand out for you? You must have read, you mentioned, of course, you read Lincoln's own words, but you must have read many others to develop your character.
2: Yes, well, I I tend to stick with um, a fairly narrow selection, Uh, although I I, I own quite a few, but um, um, some of my favorites are, well, one of my favorites, I suppose, is is fairly old, and that's Benjamin P. Thomas, Um, and the book is just entitled Lincoln, and then um, David Donald is also somebody, although I I don't necessarily agree with everything, but because he writes largely from Lincoln's perspective, um, I've enjoyed his book and go back to it frequently um, and, and, and then there are some the new ones I'm reading uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin's book right now and uh, have uh, found that that uh, quite enjoyable to see the different perspective that it brings to the subject So, but I, I think Donald and, and uh, Thomas are, are still um, some of my favorites as, uh, that I use for reference and uh, but everyone has a different perspective, and I, I, I enjoy them all, whether I agree with them or not. <laughs> well, I'm certain uh, Thomas is one
1: of my favorites as well. It is—it uh, must—it's over 50 years old now. And yeah,
2: it was well, it's 54, I think he, it was published.
1: That's right, and it has been not necessarily overtaken, but it's supplemented by by new research, new facts oh, that yes, covered since then. Definitely. But it is just a marvelous uh, one-volume account. Yes. And, and I think you can't go wrong with that.
2: Yeah. And I and I perceive, in, there, I don't perceive a lot of spin uh, in in that book. Uh, sometimes mm. I'll read, like when I read Corvidal's work or something, I, I was just annotating on almost every page. <laughs> I've hardly ever done that with Thomas's book, and uh, so maybe I just am more in sync with him. But Well no, it is it is a
1: very uh, appealing book, and I like it a great deal. Well, Fritz, we are indeed at the end of our hour now. It's been
2: a great privilege, Jerry. Thank you so much for calling me. Well, thank you. It's good
1: talking to you. And thank everybody for listening today to Civil War Talk Radio.